Spin Sisters. I'm Calamity Jane. And I'm Roxy. And on today's episode, we're going to welcome everybody back and catch up. It's been a while. Before we do that, though, Roxy, what are you grateful for today? Well, I'm grateful that we're now back to doing this. You're Mm. sitting across from me right now. Um, so I'm grateful for that, your company. And and did you guys miss us? We missed you guys. You're probably wondering, where the heck are you guys? Well, we'll tell you soon what's going on. But what I'm grateful for is, well, it's it's a beautiful, I can feel fall in the air. Mm-hmm. So it's my favorite season. And here I am in Seattle. We're in Seattle. It's a nice, cool morning. It's August. And I am so grateful for the time I've had off this summer. Mm -hmm. And soon I'm going back to lunch, Ladyland. Oh, now we're called Culinary Services. I work for Seattle Public Schools. And we're now called Culinary Services. And I'm a lunch lady. And you get um, to wear chef coats. Well, now we're going to wear these coats. Uh, Okay. Okay. I can do that. But the thing is, I we still don't really know mm-hmm. what's happening with how we're going to feed the children. Right. I mean, I understand we need to figure out first how we're going to teach them. But, okay, we do need to figure out how we're going to feed them, too. So I'm grateful for the time off I've had to just feel free. Other than my darn yard. It takes a lot of water to keep <laughs> a yard green. And I'm also grateful for having a job that yeah. I can go back to. Yeah. I mean, I bust chops, kitchen manager, culinary services. You know what? I feel for what I do, it's it's very important, mm-hmm. feeding people. Mm-hmm. And um, it fits in so be- perfectly with my life and what I want to do, pig picture, too. Yeah. I mean, we we feed each other. We try to feed people in all different ways, right? Yes, with yes. Podcasts yes. and ideas yeah. and food. And, and this is the little pumpkins that we feed, oh, literally. Yeah. And now we're gonna I'm going to go back for one day for kindergarten jumpstart. I guess that gives them a chance to get used to kindergarten and, uh, you know teacher uh parent conferences but it's the little bucket get a little orientation of the yeah bathrooms. and how do i yeah all that how do i go to lunch well we don't know yet how we're gonna feed them but we'll see how they go to lunch yeah i know i was uh traveling recently and the airports were so filled with cute little kids that were so young with i their just love the little ones Oh, it's a different world I that know. we live in now. Can I tell people? I don't know. Well, now it's not a secret. Uh, Roxy's going to be a grandma. Oh, that's such a and cool And we found out, <laughs> drum roll, it's a girl. It's a girl. And I have two sons. Awesome, wonderful. If I had a grandson, it'd be great. But I'm going to be really over the moon. My granddaughter. With my granddaughter. Due date, approximately? Is that a holiday baby? Um, a Christmas, December 29th. Um, so Christmas or, Christmas or New Year. Wow. Little, little granddaughters coming to planet Earth. <laughs> oh, my God. So cool. Love that. So what have we been doing? We oh um, have disappeared for a while. And I, I guess I'd say that now that I've been talking to a lot of different people, a lot of people have sort of disappeared. It's been lonely. Uh, you know, yeah. there's not, even with opening up a little bit, there's still, people are struggling with reconnecting, I'd say. Yeah. And we are still obviously in the middle of this. Yeah. Thing that's our new normal. Yeah. And now, you know, again, we're not a political platform. I'm not interested in that. But just looking at from a health viewpoint of in Seattle, I'm noticing more and more people are still wearing masks. You right. Don't, you don't, it's not mandated. I think right. I'm up to the snuff and what's happening in Seattle. My point of that is we're still in the midst of superbugs. We are. We're still in the midst of that. And we uh, did a review recently. I think we talked, might have talked about this on one of the other podcasts. But the fact that May, a year, now it's actually been 
over yeah, a year yeah, is a when we months. first started yeah. this podcast and all the things that went on during that year uh-huh. that we sort of put through in, in our episodes. And so if you're interested in going back, there mm-hmm. have been some friends of ours that have looked back at the series and there are several taped episodes of us basically tracking that year mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. of COVID mm-hmm. and what did we do? And so here we are, we're back on location. A but little wait bit. a minute, how do they, can they find that? Cause remember oh, we got off Facebook. Sure. So they can find that by going to buzzsprout.com right. uh, or they can go to Apple. So yeah. I, um, yeah. where most pod, a lot of podcasts are there. I need to recheck Spotify. Oh, okay. Spotify has become a pretty popular okay. venue, and I don't believe I think I did most of the work for Spotify, but I'll go check yeah. that because yeah. you might be able to find us on Spotify too. Yeah, so you can just do Buzzsprout. What I do is Buzzsprout, Clammy Jane, Roxy, boom, will pop up. Yeah, and you can see from the beginning our journey of what's been happening since we got way back when yeah the whole may know. i think it was yeah when we first and, started. and why were we doing what we were doing and what are we going to do now and that's uh what yeah that's what are we going to do now what are we going to do now where have you been what are you going to do i'm going to be a grandma <laughs> going to be a grandma we're having so much fun with the screenplay and we'll talk about it a little bit because every time we try to tape we go off on a tangent with our screenplay so we are clearly doing what we love, love. to do i know and the podcast is a great way to share that but it, it's all about meaning and purpose. Like, what mm-hmm. what do you want to do? And it's hard to find out when you're in the middle of stress, in the middle of trying to do a job and just life. Right. To right. think bigger than that. Meaning what makes your heart happy. Well, yes. Yeah. Like, are you filling that up, that bucket up often mm-hmm. enough? And mm-hmm. I find, um, I heard the words from a woman, hypervigilant, that mm-hmm. women have to be hypervigilant all the time, which causes a huge amount of exhaustion and stress. Mm-hmm. And what hypervigilance is, is just that caretaker part of got to take care of the house, got to take care of the kids, got to take care of the husband. Got to teach the kids. Got to teach the kids. All of that. Feed the kids. Yeah. Um, Take care. You're taking care of yourself is on the back burner for sure. And that's that's a recipe, in my opinion, for disaster. Mm -hmm. Sooner or later, later, I believe it will catch up with you. I am impressed with some of the younger women that I've come in contact with that they're doing a pretty, they're doing a better job than we did. They're setting boundaries around oh, how much they're going to work. Yeah. So even though they want to be a nurse or they want to work, they're not working five days a week. They're working two or three. Mm-hmm. They're not, their children aren't in daycare every day. They're, mm-hmm. they're trying to be mindful. There are people that have purchased, you know, the families that have purchased RVs and just mm. try, you know, gone off across the country. Yeah. And, yeah. So. I think that's a good point. I think that when we look at generations from our moms mm-hmm. to us being the baby boomer generation, and then our children being millennials, I would say a, a huge kudos to the millennials in terms of, and maybe we yeah. get a plus for teaching them it. Because <laughs> we get so many negatives of, let's see, we created the pollution we created. What else do we do? We messed up the whole planet, the baby boomers. But they're better boundary setters. Yeah, they are. They are. They are We're way better. Yeah. We're the telling employers, I don't think so. Yeah. I agree. And I good for is. them. And whether they learned that from us or not. Wait, maybe maybe they, they saw us drive ourselves <laughs> into the ground. And say, well, wow. we did the opposite of our parents in, in a lot of ways. Well, we had is, a lot of choices. See, yeah. my, my, where I come from, women in general, they, they didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. Not that there wasn't that choice, but where I came from, they didn't pick that choice. Right. Yeah, I would say that was true about mine, too. So we mm-hmm. had choices, and we picked them all. But I was thinking about the the conversation I used to have about how disciplined and tough I was going to be on my kids. Oh. That had to do with how 
my perception of being raised. Okay. So that might have been the soccer mom mentality. Everything you do is brilliant. Everything you, you know, do whatever you love. So to, there was some of that. To A++. <laughs> and it's like, that's not possible. Right. Yeah. So yeah, better boundaries for them. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So where do we start? We, do you want to tell more about what you're thinking in terms of podcasts and me and then and retreats and all this other stuff or do we want to talk about the screenplay i think that this journey that we've taken is a pretty is is pretty cool and it also um for me it it, i learned a lot about connection but communication and actually having a business and friend relationship with somebody Mm -hmm. i think all that was really tough when Mm -hmm. i look back at what Mm -hmm. we did and being able to boundaries for one thing but also what do I love? What do I not love? Right. Because we're trying to teach everybody, go out and find what you love and do what you love and yeah. and make your heart sing. Right. Well, it isn't that simple. That just do it is kind of BS. It's not <laughs> that easy. You have to actually do the work. We have to make choices too. Yeah. And something's right. going to go. Right. And so we talked about this and you were you were very open with me. I think we were both struggling with the podcast and the weekly thing and me editing it and taking on too much and Mm -hmm. not wanting to say that, but wanting it to be perfect because that was really the taking on too much was we didn't have to edit anything. We could have just posted it. Right. So I'm learning about myself too and trying to let go of perfection. And let me clearly say I am not an editor. (laughs) Now, writing the book with you and doing my best, I drove you crazy, I think, when I was like, wait a minute, that word's not right. So I was I was very OCD with that, but I also realized that's not what I like to do. Right. So my point is when Calamity was taking all the editing on after we do this, she goes through and cleans it up to the best of her ability because <laughs> Roxy's like, I'm not doing that. Well, that's not fair to you. Yeah. Well, so that was the boundaries. Right. We're learning about what do we really like to do? What's our skill set in doing? Right. And how do we do it together? That's right. So we will uh, table the screenplay because we're going to talk mostly about that. Uh, but that is something that we have a lot of fun doing. That, and we just have yes. to figure out time to carve out to do that. And we've been pretty good about holding each other accountable, yes. mainly Roxy holding me accountable. Well, because you have more on your plate. Yeah, well, I'm sitting here so in summertime. <laughs> right. But other than that, uh, I have continued to do the, the women's retreats. And, you know, when we were in COVID, no, nothing was happening. Yeah. We tried to do a, a few Zoom connections, yeah. but it was pretty tough. Yeah. And um, I continued healthcare consulting, which has been really fun and grateful that people continued to realize they needed help in leadership um, during this time. And what I've learned from post-COVID or our new norm is that more and more women are looking to go on retreats. Retreats have become even more important. That reconnection, that meaning, like Mm -hmm. here we are in the middle of this COVID thing, isolated, People are dying. That's a time when you stop and you say, what are we doing? Like, what? Why, I think that's why the am gift I here? I yes. really do think yes. that's, that if we're choosing to see it that way, mm-hmm. there's the gift. Yeah. We'll continue this podcast for the purposes of updating everybody, but I will turn partly this podcast into thoughts about what's going on with women, a little bit of discussion around what happens at the retreats, because I think now circling back to two years So it's been two years since the actual live one that we did. There's been a lot of changes in the women that went. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of fun to circle back, including you, what you've done in two years. Well, look, you too. So I'm going to be with you folks once in a while, like kind of like more as a guest. (laughs) But more often than not, it will be Calamity Jane. We're not sure for her name, dear spin sisters or what, but you're going to listen to her lovely voice. She does have a better radio (laughs) voice than I do. Did you guys, are you thinking you're going to do retreats sometime soon? Yes, I think that. 
Well, I don't think I have planned um, one in September and one in October. So we'll start okay. talking about those. Okay. You will when you're talking alone. Yeah. But when I come on, we get to talk about screenplay. screenplay. <laughs> and then she gets to edit it. I'm having a lot of fun with screenplay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so that's what we're going to do. And we'll keep up the same the same site. And I will check on Spotify and, and let everybody know where we are. Okay. We, will, um, we realized it was super fun to go on location. So we will try to be a little bit more mindful when we're doing our Calamity Jane and Roxy sessions. Be it fun places. Yeah. As we can be. Yeah. Even maybe a bar or a... Oh, yeah. Well, then you're going to have to edit out all the loud people. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. (laughs) Or not. Or not. Or not. With all of our fans in a while. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Well, it does feel good to have people say, where are you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that some of your friends have said, it's been really helpful back to the connection thing mm-hmm. like you know people can feel lonely people can feel if they're honest with themselves isolated especially during these times of what the heck yeah in a sense of connection right and being able to go back to the start in may of our first one was time out universe time out universe what's going <laughs> and on nordstrom is on fire <laughs> and i mean those we've really chronicled mm-hmm that year Mm -hmm. uh, and what was going on and we've continued that part of it at least so yeah we'll just circle back and uh, do over and start over yeah with this new year and we're what five months less than i know to 2022 so So screen play we have a deadline still oh absolutely towards our deadline your birthday wrapping up your certain decade of your life (laughs) and yes to have the first draft Mm -hmm. written right Written. And we're on track to do that as long as we don't keep going back and going, well, what about that one? Just <laughs> right through to the end. So how many books have we read? Oh. Five? Ah, uh, yeah. I've, 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 I think Clammy Jane, I, can't, I never say never, but I think I'm done with reading books for right now because yeah. I can get really lost in them. What about on page 52? Um, but it's been really helpful. Yeah, we've learned a lot. Oh, my God. Learned a lot. And we've watched a lot of movies. Watched in, a lot of movies. In a different way now. I don't watch movies anymore to lose myself in it. Mm-hmm. I am watching it for the formula. Me too. And who wrote it? Mm-hmm. And I'm, my biggest thing is man versus woman. I'm seeing a definitely different theme. feel. Feel. Yeah, feel. That's feel. Right. And that's fine. And you can almost guess totally, in a lot of ways. Totally. Totally. So. So yeah, so read a fair amount of books, took a fair amount of notes. I have not writ- read as many actual screenplays, so that's something I probably should like focus a little bit more on. But right now, we just get her done. Right, and what we learned in our last 21st century screenplay book is... By Linda Aronson, yeah. and it's a 400-page book, you guys. <laughs> it's the longest one I've read to date. Really can be overwhelmingly really good. Lots of information. Yeah, lots of information. And it's eleven years old already. But the, I know. the the whole point was she does she does call out some movies that were very different in some of my favorite movies. Little um, Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. It's those stories like that Juno. Some uh-huh. stories uh-huh. that Slumdog are really Millionaire. Fun. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Very yeah. different in how they approached it. Yeah. And I think that's what I got out of her book. And here's the part that can be hard for Roxy, but not Calamity Jane, because I'm very one, two, three, four, that this woman, this this screenplay writer, talks about there right now, these days, these kinds of movies, there aren't as many rules like the old let's call mm. it the older days of one protagonist, take them on a hero journey. What do they learn along the way that she's talking about? All kinds of protagonists, antagonists. Mentor, what does she call it? mentor? Antagonist. Antagonist. Yeah. All, all way more complex. Enigmatic outsiders. Way more complex, yeah. which we actually maybe stupidly are trying to write. <laughs> our right. first. 
screenplay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? So that. So I I want you to tell us, but okay. I hear a lot. I get asked a lot, and I'm not. I don't quite have my tagline down yet. Okay. But what is our story about? What is our screenplay about? Okay. When I would say when I because I'm already picturing us pitching it. And do, mm-hmm. Can we tell about the person we might know that might be able to give us some input? Or is that a secret? Secret. Okay. That's okay. Secret. <laughs> um, stay tuned on that. I believe big big picture. Our screenplay is about forgiveness, letting go, acceptance. Can, and it poses the question of can a human being truly move forward with a happy heart without making peace with their past? That's what I believe it's really about. And then we put it in the context of three, maybe even four generations now that I'm going to have a granddaughter of women and their relationships, in particular, a mother-daughter relationship that had a ton of conflict to it. But that's how it plays out. But the bigger picture, I think it's really about the question of, and I believe, this is just my belief, everyone can have their, obviously their choice. And that's what, when people watch it, because this will be produced, that they're going to ask themselves is, happily move forward in their life unless they've made peace with their past and my answer for my life would be no that's not possible and very often the answer in a lot of situations is it's a pretty tough thing to do especially if there is it's a family drama yeah there is not pretty trauma and 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 everybody would argue that you do not you do not get out of childhood without trauma well the ones that say it was a perfect i kind of get a little nervous yeah yeah that means something's been buried down or, yeah, or it was yeah. that. Yeah. Once you have to deal with that level of trauma, which for everybody is their own trauma and sure. their own story, sure. you know, what do you do with that? You mm-hmm. either pretend that was childhood and you brush it off and you bury it. You bury it. It's just really not buried. It comes up in very strange, different ways. I believe and that. And then there's different degrees of mental health mm-hmm. that is tied to this movie as well mm-hmm. around, you know, all of us. Mental health is part of our life it's huge and i'm glad it's coming to the forefront because there's always there's still so much shame around that you know i have a heart that doesn't work oh sorry i have a brain that doesn't work Mm. right it's misunderstood and yeah and And shame-based and very shame-based so emotional trauma that can happen can really mess people's emotional their whole mental health up right yeah so that's also part of our story i agree that's where we are headed, I and know. we're um, ticking along. And we're along. writing. We're here today. Yeah, and uh, we said we just we kept talking about the screenplay. It's like we I want to do. Let's get this podcast done so we're connected again with those folks that want to connect with us. But then we're gonna write. We're almost through first draft of when you look at the conventional one act, two acts, three acts, because that structure still does play out. It's just how you tell the story in it. Almost through act two, mm-hmm. almost through, and then act three, that's, that's supposed to be the biggest piece. Right. 75% of the movie should be staying more or less in act two. Mm-hmm. And then act three being maybe 25%. Well, and one of the things that I remembered hearing from Linda, and she's not the only one, but I've been testing it in movies, is often people lose the audience in act three. So you have to have enough tension, enough build. I don't think we have a problem there. No, I don't think so either. So I'm pretty excited about Act 3, too. Interesting. It It kind of falls off. It can fall off. It can fall off. People get 
they they lose the thread of the story, the true meaning of the story. Goes back to the story. Mm-hmm. What is the story yeah. about? So she pulled out some movies that just fell flat because nothing ever really changed. It became too cliche or too routine. Yeah. And the audience, they just lost the audience. Yeah, they, lost, they didn't care anymore. So we're pretty excited about getting into Act 3. Because um, it can kind of be a... a I'm know, really excited for Act 3. That's been... Yeah. Yeah, because I think we're going to do some really cool things mm-hmm. with that. Still don't know the title yet. Exactly. We're still playing with titles, coming up with different titles. And uh, I've heard more and more about the fact that most screenplays and books, the suggestion is don't don't, don't do have it a title the until the end. Or even that quote logline thing that mm-hmm. keep that kind of... You got to know, I believe. Where you're headed. Yeah. <laughs> well, Miss Planner. What is the story you're trying to right. tell? Otherwise, you're going to be like, well, I don't know. We're yeah, way you, over here. Right. Yeah. So we're, I'm really clear on the story we're trying to tell. Mm-hmm. We have a quote from Linda. Since yeah. We were and again, Linda screenplay. is Linda Aronson. She wrote the 21st Century Screenplay, a comprehensive, very comprehensive guide <laughs> to writing tomorrow's films. So she was the one of all our books that I felt had the most, gave us the most freedom and leeway of like, right. don't, it doesn't have to be just one way. So and she, by the way, I made Roxy read it. I know. I was like, oh God, because I was very much, wait a minute, one, two, three. So her quote was, just in general, because she does a lot of teaching on screenplay writing, and her question to us all is, what are you building and how do you build it? Yeah, so start with the question and the goal in mind. What are you building and how do you want to build it? We're building an Emmy-nominated or award-winning screenplay currently. Oh, totally. Just Just so you know, we're going to be brave enough to put that out there, that that is our vision. That's right. We're not going to write it and tuck it away in a drawer. That's our vision. And if anyone knows anyone that wants to read a really awesome screenplay, get a hold of us. Absolutely. I'm going to be brave enough to say that's where I want to go. We are very, very grateful to be here. And to be doing the things that we are doing in our almost sixth decade of life. Roxy's there. I'm in it. I'm I'm headed right behind her. So we're having fun. I'd say we should just go with the flow. Well, doing our best. And change what we can. And you know what? Let go of the rest. Including your past. Forgive. Accept. Accept. At first, I think you got to accept it, and that can kick your yeah. ass. Yeah. It, it played out the way it played out. That's right. Move forward. Yeah. Let, Let go of the rest. Let go of it. Well, I'm Tommy Jane. And I'm Roxy. Peace out. That time we were really in sync. We were really in sync because <laughs> we're three feet away from each other. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.